BVC Direct is a space created for you to learn more about the Bolsa de Valores and its valuable work within and alongside the Colombian capital markets as they move forward together. Please subscribe in order not to miss any of our content. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first edition of BBC Direct. My name is Rupert Stebbings. BBC Direct will be taking a monthly look at the key events of the Bolsa de Valores as well as the Colombia's wider capital markets. And who better to discuss events with us than Juan Pablo Cordova, the president of the BBC for the past 17 years. Welcome, Juan Pablo. Hi, Rupert. Good to, good to see you and uh, excited to uh, develop this new channel of communication with our investors and interested parties. Okay, perfect. Okay, let's, let's get right to it. Now, traditionally in Colombia, January is a quiet month. However, this year we've seen an active start to the year. Now, the overarching topic has been the merger of the three stock markets, Colombia, Chile, and Peru. Ever since December, when a number of headlines uh, were seen, and yesterday, there were even more headlines. Uh, can you update us, Juan Pablo, as to the latest developments in terms of the merger? Well, I think the most important point here is that uh, after three years of, let's say, internal, internal conversations and work with outside consultants and with the, some members of the boards, with the boards, Etc. We are finally at a stage where we where we can bring uh, the proposed transaction to the shareholders of the three exchanges, and this is exactly what's happening this week. Um, well, last week we had Bolsa de Comercio Santiago did their shareholders meeting where the transaction to create this combined exchange of the three countries was approved. Yesterday we did the same in the Bolsa de Valores de Colombia, which was also overwhelmingly approved by our shareholders, and today. Um, Lima is holding their own their own uh, shareholder meeting, and we uh, expect the same outcome. So we are now in the execution phase. Uh, after the approval by the by the shareholders and the shareholders meetings, we'll, we'll begin the execution stage, which has let's say two big components. One is executing the actual integration of the companies. This we hope to take approximately six to seven months. We hope that by the middle of the year, beginning of the third quarter of this year we will have the combined entity that will govern and control the three exchanges uh, created uh, and listed. And then uh, the process of integrating the markets will probably take a bit longer. Uh, and that will take us probably throughout uh, all of 2023. So integrated markets, we're looking probably at end of 2023. Okay, that's perfect. Um, I know it's, it's been going on already for years. It's a complicated process, but I'm sure everyone's gonna be very anxious to to find out finally when it all be put together, because as you know, this is almost unprecedented in the world to do this kind of merger between exchanges. So it's very exciting times without question. Each of these markets has obviously grown individually over, over the decades and has its own particular strength. Where do you see the biggest potential for kind of cross-border growth or education? And what can Colombia learn from its neighbors? Yeah, I think that's uh, one of the benefits of these type of processes is that each each market is strong in certain aspects that if you put them together, there's a lot of complementarity and the ability to develop new new products and new services to new new clients in the in the other country. So I think that's one of the main aspects of this uh, integration. Uh, but the obvious one, the one that many exchanges around the world have, has been pursuing is all uh, of course creating uh, economies of scale and synergies reduction in costs and 
uh, scalability of uh, trading platforms and, and clearing and settlement platforms. So there, there is uh, a case for improving efficiency of these markets, making it easier for investors to reach our markets with a single uh, STP process. And one that is, let's say, in the form that many participants are expecting of uh, a big consolidated international market. So we have here an opportunity to present ourselves as a unified market uh, with complying with all of these standards. And then as a, as a derivative of this process, we do believe that we can attract new participants to our market, which has been one of the main challenges in the last, uh, let's say, six to eight years. Uh, bringing new participants to our markets has been a big challenge. By creating economies of scale, we hope to attract uh, hedge funds, for example, market makers, primary dealers, and high-frequency traders, which are not really present in the region right now, and they have clearly contributed to improving liquidity in the markets uh, elsewhere. If this is the case, then we will we will be happy to, let's say, develop the the or or stimulate the virtuous cycle of capital markets where more liquidity brings in more participants, new issuers, and new issuers brings more interest and so forth. So I think this is this is clearly the case. So economies of scale and efficiencies make it more attractive for new participants to participate in the market, bringing these new participants to generate the, vir the virtual cycle. And then this will be, will create the level playing field to stimulate cross-border trading, which today is relatively small. So when you, when you sit down with your peers in Santiago and in Lima, you literally have a vision of one market all trading together in a couple of years' time. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I mean, many, many people, analysts and, and uh, investors would like this to happen overnight. Uh, unfortunately, these are processes that are that, that take time. They're complicated, particularly the regulatory aspect of them. So we, we first have to overcome the hurdles. The approval process for the integration of the exchanges and the shared ownership of the three exchanges, that's one, one element. The other is listing the new company and that it is equally listed in the three countries and uh, trading in the in the three countries and then creating the consolidated the consolidated market the vision is to have one market where all participants of the three countries can trade any security of the three countries with the same processes the same rule book so uh, everybody will be facing the same rule book independently of where they are incorporated or where they are supervised so that i think will be tremendous benefit to all participants so that people don't have to think twice if you're buying a Colombian security or a Chilean security, it will be facing the same rules. Similarly, for the clearing and settlement process, that will probably be more complicated, but uh, we want to create a single process for clearing in particular. So one clearing process for all securities in the, in the three countries. And then the settlement challenge, here we want to do something that is probably first in the world, which is to allow all participants to choose the currency in which they settle the transactions independently of where they are or where they have traded. This is something, of course, more challenging, but we believe will be a critical aspect of the value proposition that bring out, we bring out to investors and market participants, but will, will be critically dependent on our conversations with central banks and regulators. But, but that is the vision. The vision is to have a single market, single trading rules, single trading platform, single clearing process, and very flexible settlement process so that people don't have to hold currencies in particular that they don't want to hold. Brilliant. That's crystal clear and clearly a lot of work ahead. Now, finally, for this edition, setting aside the merger with Chile and Peru, which is obviously a lot of work, what are your thoughts looking 
ahead for the rest of 22. Um, what are the priorities in the Colombian capital markets for the BBC? And Jess, if you could just go through your thoughts at this this moment. Yeah, well, we continue to to focus on on growing our market and developing our market. I think corporate bonds and, and corporate issuance has been a big a big issue in the last few years. And as we come out of the uh, of the COVID nineteen, let's say economic economic problems, uh, corporations uh, have proven to be needing long term financing, which is available in the capital market. So we are working very strongly in that in that area, both with the medium and large uh, corporations as well as SMEs through our let's say crowdfunding platforms or corporate bonds are something that uh, continues to be a key element in Colombia. Uh, it's a big fixed income market with public debt, but also uh, corporate bonds. So that, uh, we should continue to to uh, deepen that deepen that market and increase the, the supply of different issuers in the marketplace. The other aspect for us that is critical is digital. We have uh, vouched to uh, turn our market into a 100% digital capital market so that any individual in Colombia or for that matter anywhere in the world can access our market through their through their phone and they can actually invest through um, let's say e-trading platforms to uh, purchase uh, or sell any security and any capital market product so we continue to to move in that direction we've made a lot of progress in the last three years and this year should be critical for that expanding the product offering in uh, our digital uh, platforms and then finally I would say sustainability has become a big uh, issue of conversation precisely in the fixed income uh, market we had seven issues last year uh, that were uh, sustainable sustainable uh, issuances this is something that both issuers and investors are uh, asking about and bbc is committed with their uh, we have our own segment of bbc sustainable or sustainable bbc for this uh, like a segment of the market and we ourselves as the exchange have been fully certified now as a carbon neutral exchange, the first exchange in the region to be uh, certified carbon neutral. Well, Pablo, thank you so much for your time. Lots of work ahead, quite clearly. That brings us to the close of this first edition of BBC Direct. To all of those listening, thanks for taking the time. We hope that you found it both useful and informative, and we'll see you all in a month's time from BBC Direct. Thank you, Rupert, and thank you all for listening.